<laughs> is it time for recess yet? I'm so glad you found time to join us here on the Child Care Director's Chair, where Erica Sacoccio shares her best practices that she's refined through her passion of directing child care centers over the last 23 years. From parenting interaction, systems to save you time, money, and stress, to profitability. She shares it all from the Child Care Director's Chair. Welcome 2024. We are so happy that you are here. We're all going into the year optimistically and things are good until dun dun dun. They're not. What do we do when there is conflict among staff members? And um, it's just obviously part of being a manager or being a director or a childcare owner that there are going to be times that people don't agree. We do know it is essential to maintain a harmonious and supportive environment for both staff and children. However, conflicts among team members can arise from time to time, leading to disruption of the overall atmosphere. And trust me, I know I've been there myself 23 years and probably over 400 staff members um, in my lifetime. Um, it can happen. And as a leader, it's your responsibility to address these issues properly and effectively, fairly and professionally. So here are some steps that you can take when staff members are not getting along. Number one is you have to encourage open communication. Foster an environment where staff members feel comfortable expressing their concerns and opinions and encourage them to communicate openly and honestly with each other. And this promotes a culture of respect and understanding. And there are gonna be times when people don't wanna talk or they're emotionally not ready to talk about it. And that's okay to give a little space, but you gotta let people know that we gotta circle back and we have to address it. Because if we don't address it, those types of things really fester and then small things become big things. And that really, really, really can cause turmoil in your program. And if you dealt with it before, you know what I'm talking about. Number two is you have to act as a mediator. As a childcare director, you play a critical role and resolving conflicts. Take the time to listen to both sides of the story and then mediate discussions between the staff members involved. You have to remain neutral and ensure that everyone has an opportunity to express their viewpoints. And when you don't do that, it becomes increasingly hard to have people trust you. So you have to be able to see the full picture. Even if you agree with one side over the other, you have to still be able to resolve it in a way that feels fair to everybody involved and that everybody involved feels heard. Number three is you absolutely have to promote teamwork and collaboration. Emphasize the importance of teamwork and collaboration among your staff and encourage them to work together towards a common goal. And, and sometimes that goal is the thing that helps people overcome their um, differences. Highlight the positive outcomes that can be achieved through cooperation. And at the end of the day, it really is the children who we should be focused on and making sure that we are providing the best environment for them, that they get the best education, that they are in a place where they feel loved and nurtured and um, it feels homey and inviting and all the things that are good about early childhood. Um, so we have to make sure that we are doing that and you can do that by promoting teamwork. Provide conflict resolution training. Maybe consider signing up your organization for workshops or trainings that focus on conflict resolution 
and effective communication. This way you can equip your staff with the necessary skills to address and resolve conflicts independently. And um, I think that that is really helpful if we can get you know your program to a place where people are able to have some autonomy to solve some of these problems themselves. And it also helps foster a harmonious work environment. And I feel like if you have, you know, one manager in a place, it can be really hard for that person to navigate everybody's feelings and thoughts and conflicts. And um, so when there's a few layers of support, whether it's lead teachers or education coordinators or directors and owners, and you have multi-levels, sometimes that helps alleviate the burden of it all being on one person. Because ultimately, it is everybody as a group who has some accountability to what is supposed to happen in a program, right? Uh, So, you know, acting professional as a teacher, even if you have a conflict with another, you should all respect each other. Number five is set clear expectations and guidelines. Clearly define expectations for behavior and professionalism within your child care facility. Establish guidelines that outline appropriate conduct and conflict resolution procedures. And again, you have to make sure that you are applying these equally and fair. This will provide staff members with the framework to follow when conflict arises. So an example would be if one person is late all the time and another person comes in once or twice late and then someone else who's never late, they all should still be treated the same. If you're late, you're late. The policy is this. Here's what happens next. So you you can't pick and choose. And so when you have clear expectations and guidelines, it makes it very easy for everyone to understand. And I do find like sometimes, me included, sometimes if you get a little lax on a policy and then you say, you know what, that's it. We've got to really enforce this. You'll get a lot of pushback because they're so used to not really always following that example of what they're supposed to do. For an example, I will say dress code. That's an easy one, right? Especially when you're coming off the holidays and you do so many like dress down days and, you know, spirit days and all of that, which are really fun. Um, But when it comes back time to circle back around and get back into uniform, sometimes it's a little bit challenging. So you really want to make sure that your guidelines are clear and the expectations are clear as to when it is okay and when it is not. Number six is foster a positive work culture. Create a positive work culture that promotes respect, empathy, and appreciation. Encourage staff members to recognize and celebrate each other's strengths and contributions. Because again, we all have our own strengths. Nobody is better than anybody else. We all have things that we bring to the table. So I, I really try, just like with our, like our children, like I'm a parent of two, and I have two great kids, but I don't compare them. Well, you're better at this than your sister or you're better at this than your brother, right? Because they both have really wonderful strengths and qualities that are unique to only them. So it's important as somebody who's helping resolve conflict to really help people in the areas that they're strong at to continue to grow on and the areas where they're having struggles. That's where you support them. And the more that you do that, the more that you'll build that trust, camaraderie, and communication. You can even do this by implementing team building activities and initiatives that strengthen relationships and promote a sense of unity. And then again, too, once in a while, a little lunch out with a couple of folks um, off-premises never hurts. And it also um, gives a sense of 
non-biased when you're not meeting at a different tone, when you're out at a place that's off-site. Um, everybody feels a little more equal. There's a little less power when you're sitting behind the desk and a little more friendly, open, honest communication when you're sitting at a, you know, a round table with, you know, uh, some bread and conversation. So uh, the best, I always say the best conversations happen at the dinner table. So I would say the same could be said for a year when you are trying to resolve conflict or piece together uh, relationships that need a little more love and nurturing. And number seven, always follow up and provide support. After addressing a conflict, ensure that you follow up with the individuals involved. Offer support and guidance to help them rebuild trust and work towards resolution. And regularly check in with your staff to monitor progress and provide ongoing support as needed. So I know that we get stuck in the day-to-day fires, which is why it's so important to write things down. When you go and visit a classroom or you're going in for an observation or you're, you're giving teachers time to lesson plan or to do things outside of working with children, make sure you're documenting anything that you feel that you're doing to support your staff and, and reflect on it and go back. That way you can make sure that you're doing regular check-ins because if you don't write it down, it's very easy to overlook that, right? It's very easy to go, oh my goodness, I haven't visited this classroom in two months. Um, So especially if you have a big program, right? If you have a small program, maybe it's a little bit easier. Um, And I know we all, you know, we all think that we do really great job at it. But I think when you document it, you'll see much better where you're spending your time and maybe where you need to spend a little bit more. And uh, I probably would beg to, to say that where you're spending most of your time is probably running smoothly because you're spending most of your time there. And there could be even times where you don't know there's a problem because you haven't really been there until you get there. And then you go, oh my goodness, like these things need to be corrected right away. So um, with all that being said, I hope that that really just gives you some insight on ways to keep the road as smooth as possible. Remember that conflicts among staff members are not uncommon. It doesn't mean you're not a great manager and it doesn't mean you don't have a great program, but they should never be left unaddressed. So by taking proactive steps to address these issues, you can create a more positive and productive work environment for you and your childcare facility. So this has been another episode of the Childcare Director's Chair. I'm your host, Erica Scoscio. I hope that you liked this episode. If you did, please give us a review. Um, follow us, put a little notification when a new episode comes out. We've really, really been trying to um, produce them uh, daily, uh, Monday through Friday, uh, weekdays, and try to get them out to you by five or six in the morning. So you have something to listen to on your way to work. Uh, So we thank you again. Hope you have a great day. Well, all the cute little kiddos have been picked up and it's time to go home. And that'll do it for another episode of the Child Care Director's Chair. Please leave a review so Erica knows the information is helping you to manage and improve your child care centers. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episode from Erica's Child Care Director's Chair. (laughs) 